0: Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Recent neuroscience experiments prove that our brain regulates the amount of energy it uses. This means that it restrains the level to which we think about things. If the brain senses that it's using too much energy it can reduce our cognitive abilities. This means that when we are facing things that are too complex for us, we actually experience a decrease in our capacity to think in ways that solve problems. That may have something to do with Jesus saying to his disciples, I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear at the present time. We all walk around with limited perception of the world around us. We do not have the capacity to handle or see the world's details, nuances, and complexities. Even when looking at a pencil, we miss many details that are actually there in front of us. The ridges, the lead, the color gradient, the slight blemishes, the exact length, the weight balance, and on and on and on. So we just pick it up and use it to write with when it has many, many other possible uses and information about itself actually in front of us. And Mark Twain once said, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one. And in the last two years, new published books and articles point to the need for brevity, minimalistic lives, and doing less, not more. A Wall Street Journal report this month, pointed to the fact that too many leaders think the key to success is the undisciplined, piling-on staff with technology, training and management, fads, and organizations become too complicated. Their people get overwhelmed and exhausted, and their resources are spread so thin that all their work suffers. Research shows that the opposite is true for success. We tend to add to our lives when we need to take time for subtraction. Dr. Sutton, the writer of this Wall Street Journal article and a professor in the Department of Management Science and Engineering at Stafford University and co-author of Scaling Up Excellence, makes these observations. Let's start with Hewlett Packard's co-founder, David Packard. He warned in 1995 about the danger of company leaders who add too much to their workplaces and subtract too little. And for companies, the opposite, less, 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 is the key to success. Subtraction clears our minds and gives us time to focus on what really counts. It sets the stage for creative work giving us the space to fail, fret, discuss, and argue about and experiment with seemingly crazy ideas, ideas that can transform a company or a sales team and make its salespeople happier and more productive. So here are some starting questions to consider asking a sales team. What was once useful for being successful selling but is now in the way of sales performance? What adds needless frustration for the sales reps who work here or the customers we serve? What can be subtractive from what we are required to do as salespeople that, if gone, will help to increase sales? Get the answers to these starting questions at least once a year. And when you have them, get your people to prioritize the top seven that, if fixed, will make the greatest impact on increasing their sales and incomes. As you begin to solve these, you may want to get some of the reps involved with suggesting the steps and actions to take away the frustrations or inefficiencies. In other words, how to solve this problem of too much that is getting in the way. Last week, I called a top rep for a billion-dollar corporation and asked him these questions, and do you know what he said? He told me that the company had just rolled out a new point-of-sale system that was frustrating to use and didn't work well when in front of potential customers. And because of the wasted time and hassle, many sales were lost. company had actually added inefficiencies and frustration to the reps and to the customer experience. And they did this without involving the reps in the design and testing. And needless to say, after lost sales and upset customers and employees, the system was removed. But this happens to reps and other companies, and the bad systems are not removed. Dr. Sutton, in his articles and his book, provides real-world and tested ideas for increasing a sales team's production by eliminating stuff from their lives and increasing focus on the most important actions leading to sales. I've added a few of my own that are also tested and proven, and here are 10. For overall team or company visioning, shortlist the number of values defined and followed by your salespeople to four or fewer. This has proven to increase productivity. Eliminate or shorten meetings. Trim a list of sales metrics to focus on to the most critical, like these three, the number of first appointments, closing percentage, and profit per sale. And if you have to coach someone to another profit per sale level, Because they cannot figure out what to sell and at what prices, then coach that one person on how to change this number to a minimum standard. Reduce the number of products supported and sold and do not pound on reps to sell other products when they meet their goals. Don't make salespeople do inventory during prime sales hours or when they are slammed with customer calls and appointments. Hire someone to do the inventory. Do not create new sales systems that have not been piloted and have too many steps and aren't ready to be rolled out and haven't been designed by people, or they have been designed by people who have never sold. Do not create multiple and different group needs or ways to communicate with reps, each of which is focused on a different sales strategy, streamline how you communicate with your reps. Do not make a majority of your reps do things because you do not fire or discipline shady reps or reps that will not follow procedure. And this is number nine. Do not conduct sales meetings that are in reality operational meetings. Do not do this. Your best reps will not want to be at these meetings. And while we're on meetings, do not put together PowerPoint hell meetings with cluttered PowerPoint charts that put people to sleep. Go get PowerPoint training and learn to show less words and use emotional images and explain your point without so much detail being presented that the people go to sleep or to their phones to escape. And here's the main point to this message. Sales leaders and managers do not spend much time eliminating frustration and subtracting inefficient work, actions, and thought from their salespeople and their customers. In any typical year, the world around them adds more than it subtracts, especially the company. And when that happens, sales productivity will decrease. Stop before adding something to think about or do by your people. Get their ideas before you do this. And at least once a year, ask your team the three starting questions in this podcast and use the feedback to eliminate rep and customer frustrations and inefficiencies that have crept into their workspace. And you know what will happen? Your people and your customers will be happier. The company's profits will increase. And the reps, they'll make more money and they'll make it in a way that is more satisfying and with less stress. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.